These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. During this pandemic, Jackson State University has made bold and necessary steps to protect our student-athletes. In hopes to get our fans back in the stands, we ask for our Tiger family support. You can donate today to the COVID-19 Athletic Relief Fund. Your donation will assist in the funding of financial support for student-athletes, recruiting, and loss of revenue due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Thank you for all contributions, and remember, we be blue. Donate at GoJSUTigers.com forward slash give. Tiger fans, get ready for episode 86 of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to be notified of every new episode. Apple Podcast users, rate and review the show, and everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. Hosting the show with me today are Charles Bishop and Neely. Fellas, what's up? How you doing, D. Corey C.? Nice to be back on with you, brother. Corey C., doing well on this way, man. How you and Chuck Bishop making it today? Hey, man, it's a great day to be a Tiger. Always, always a great day. Great day. <laughs> always, especially today. Because we have the defending SWAC champion and the defending SWAC coach of the year, Tamika Reed. Welcome to the show. Coach. Hey, thank you so much. Thank y'all for having me. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. You know, Coach, I have to tell you, of course, this is your second time being on the show. And the first time you were on here, I had the pleasure of interviewing you solo, one-on-one. But my partners here, Neely and Bishop, I don't think they like that too much. And they forced me to put them on the show this time. So I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit crowded this time. We're gonna have to let them come on with us. Well, look, you are in good company, so I don't mind at all. <laughs> no doubt. You know, Coach, I, I gotta tell you, I, I was hot when I heard that show with you, and I wasn't on it. I, I, I told, I almost quit. <laughs> I said, "Don't call me no more, Coach. You'll be like that." Likewise. You know, that's my coach. <laughs> no doubt about it, Coach. Congratulations on receiving your rings. It was an awesome ceremony. Very powerful speech from you. So take us through the emotions of that day. Oh, man. <clears throat> you know, it was so exciting. And I'm telling you, even though we experienced, you know, winning on last, uh, this past season in March, um, it didn't feel like much because we didn't get a chance to ce- celebrate. And so yesterday I got so emotional while I was watching the highlights because 
it's just brought back up that whole entire season and what we endured and what we went through. And, you know, to receive the rings finally, to see the smiles on the players' faces, you know, and the joy and excitement, it was just a phenomenal feeling. And it revived me to want to work that much harder going into this season. And I know it had to have revived my players as well. So it was just a really um, emotional time for me. Um, you know, I had to pinch myself to see if this was real. It was it was awesome, awesome feeling. Uh, you know, Coach, uh, with the, the emotions from yesterday, it was tremendous ceremony. Uh, I took notice of one thing, and you mentioned it uh, in, in your comments, that at 1.30, <laughs> everything you know turns around it's time to you know put those uh focus eyes on on this upcoming season and how how is that in terms of uh the coaching profession in terms of, of changing that mindset to get the players to lock in on 2020 well we have actually been preaching to them to lock in since they've been back um, they kind of came in, practice um, after the pandemic, after we were shut down, they came back to school and was kind of really relaxed, you know, not no sense of urgency, you know, not really getting after it. And we started preaching then what we did on last year was last year. Competition is a whole lot better. Teams have recruited just to beat you. So we have to pick it up. And when the, you know, when the conference um, rankings came out and I told the players we're number one you really now have a bigger target on your back so we've been preaching that for a long time and and that's why I told them yesterday you have until 130 to celebrate because we got to get back focused um, you know most teams will either celebrate right after they win or they will celebrate like in August so to celebrate 20 days before our first game it's like okay y'all we appreciate this. This is awesome, but we have to stay on track because we got to do the same thing and do even bigger things uh, for this upcoming season. No doubt. And, you know, and pivoting on that coach, you know, uh, when you talk about this season, you had your, you know, some of your freshman player or your, your new uh, student athletes to your program who are not part of last year's championship, but part of this year. And they were in the room watching that ceremony and, and and participating and sitting to the side, how important for that team dynamic was it for you to have them there and see and trust in your process and where it can get them if they all buy in? And and you're right. That's exactly what I wanted to – I was hoping that they were able to grasp what it took to be a champion. Um, you know, in practice, you know, the freshmen don't really know. They're, they're so laid back. And, y'all, we've only been working out for about a month and a half. Normally, if it wasn't a pandemic, we would have been after it for about four months now. And so um, so I'm asking these freshmen to grow up really fast and on a quick pace. And they just didn't understand what my demands were and why I was demanding such a short time. And so, you know, I was hoping with them sitting on the side looking over, they can understand that it's, it takes hard work. You know, nothing is going to be easy. Every time something happens, they want to cry and, and pout. But you can't cry and pout. You have to let that make you tough and 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 push you forward. So I, I was hoping that they were sitting on the side and, and, and looking in and saying, you know what, we want to be a part of this next year. Even the newcomers. Um, we had two players to transfer in that, you know, didn't, didn't, that didn't come from winning programs. And so, you know, we're having to, even though they have the skill set, you still have to get their mental there. 
And so, you know, we would, I'm just hoping that they were able to sit down and see it. And I saw a lot of them post pictures of the players' rings, you know, coming on the rings, saying how nice they were and how they want to be a part of it. So I'm, I'm hoping that that feeling, you know, is, is in them. And, and, you know, today we practice at 315. So I want to see what type of practice we're going to have. <laughs> is it going to be exciting? Is it going to be competitive? You know, mm. so I'm, I'm extremely excited. And I hope they, they got um, why we work so hard and why I demand so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sure they did. And I can just imagine how inspiring it was for them to see that as you head into next season. And as we look ahead to the next season that's about to get on the way, that out-of-conference schedule is all away games. So can you talk about the challenges of that? Yeah, right now, and it's so tough, we we have had another team to drop us. We had Tulane to drop. We had so many teams to drop. And um, a lot of them are blaming on the pandemic, and a lot of them are just a little intimidated to play us, just to be quite honest with you. Um, so we are still trying to finalize our preseason schedule. But as of right now, we know we have six tough games. And those six games would be La Tech, Nichols, um, Ole Miss, University of Tennessee, and Memphis, um, and, and Stephen F. Austin. And so we know we have some tough games coming ahead of us. And so we're just, you know, having to get ready for them. I know we didn't have a good showing last year in preseason play, so we're hoping to have a better preseason this year. You know, I know SWAC is the most important thing because that determines whether or not you get to the NCAA tournament. But it's always been my wish for us to have national um, attention as well as we can beat some power five institutions. That was a part of my three-year plan when I took the job at Jackson State. So uh, we definitely want to have a better preseason this year, and we're getting ready for it. Those games won't be easy, especially being on the road. And so we're gearing our players for that competitive environment every day in practice. Coach, that being said, have there been any discussions about getting more uh, pre-conference home games in the future like you guys had with Mississippi State? Yeah, we the only reason why we didn't have home games this year is because of the pandemic. Um, just not wanting to jeopardize bringing fans on campus and, you know, and, and not having as many resources as the Power Five institutions and hoping some of this will be died down some by the time we get into conference play in January. So that's the only reason why we didn't have any home games. We actually had some on the schedule, but we had to cancel them. Um, once the pandemic hit and we saw that we couldn't, you know, we didn't have what, what we what we needed to bring in fans on campus. So um, absolutely, we want to get our relationship back with Mississippi State and get them back on campus. Um, Ole Miss, I think, would be a good relationship for us um, as we go on and play them this season, and hopefully we'll get them to come here. Uh, but you know, you want teams to come here that can bring the that can bring fans and bring money and you know revenue to the program. So that's a, that's what we're looking forward to in the near future. You know, coach, you, you mentioned the condensed uh, practice schedule, and I'm curious uh, during uh, these unprecedented times, what have been the challenges uh, of practicing during the pandemic, uh, and 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 have you uh, you know how have you overcome those challenges? Uh, well, we you know early on we had a lot of those challenges and, and, you know, we just, you know, had a couple of cases early, early, but uh, we test often um, sometimes one, two times a week when the season starts, we'll, we'll begin testing three times a week. Um, our players understand that if we test positive, we can't play. Mm -hmm. Everything was shut down. And if, when you come 
games in conference play. So our players understand that, you know, we don't want to take that unnecessary loss. And so I think they've done, they've gone up, they've gone over and beyond to um, stay out of harm's way and just kind of stay safe and social distance themselves when they're out and wear their masks. Um, but right now, you know, everything is going good. I thank God for that. Cases we're able to practice. We, we get after it. We actually have a male practice squad as well. They test with us. Um, and when they are playing against us, most times they have on their masks. But that's the only way that we're going to get there is by playing tougher competition as we prepare for preseason play. But nevertheless, everything has been been smooth so far. And I pray it continues to stay smooth. That's awesome to hear. Yeah. Amen. Man, so you know it, we're just all in a unique situation. This this kind of thing happens every hundred years or so. So none of us have supported the program or or coached through this. Uh, what what are some of the things the university, particularly you know VP Athletic Director Ashley Robinson, what are some of the things that that they've been doing differently to help support women's basketball during during this pandemic? Well, you know they make sure our locker rooms are clean. Um, you know we have we they make sure everything is sanitized. We have people to come in and steam and spray everything down. Um, we have steamers in a locker room. Uh, we you know the girls separate. I mean it's it's really a lot of sanitizing things that's taking place right now. Um, Ad Robinson has supplied each player and coaches with several masks to wear. Um, masks that they can wear while they work out and and not be and, and still be able to uh, breathe properly. Um, we have thicker masks when we are out about on campus and in the cafeteria. Um, they have thicker masks to wear. He has supplied each and every player and coach with hand sanitizer. Um, we have hand sanitizing stations all around the building for the players to keep their hands sanitized. We have wipes. Um, we are constantly wiping the balls down. We have all the equipment that we need to make sure that everything around us stays clean and sanitized. Um, we have a good group of managers who um, get after it for us and uh, keep everything clean and keep, you know, the germs down. So, you know, he's been, A.D. Robinson has been really supportive and he's done, gone over and beyond to make sure we have everything that we need. Even, you know, to the, to the um, extreme of having our own testing people right here on site on campus. And so mm. that's been a huge deal for us because a lot of SWAC schools don't have that. Well, a lot of SWAC schools don't have Ashley Robinson and Tamika <laughs> Reed. So uh, we, we are all fortunate. And I tell you this, Coach, uh, you know, on this program, leading into the show and on our outros, we, we always encourage our listeners and alumni fan base to, give to the athletic department, particularly that COVID uh, donation link. Yes. Uh, and, and I think they just heard clearly, you know, these are new costs uh, that are impacting the program. So it's all important for us to just dig a little deeper and give a little more to make sure our student athletes can get through this safely. Absolutely. And we, and we appreciate that. It's, it's much needed. Um, you know, when we begin to travel, we're going to have to make sure our buses stay sanitized. We're going to have a crew of people go in hotels before we do and, and sanitize the, the rooms before the players get in there. So we, you know, it's a lot that goes behind it and we want to make sure we keep our team safe. So whatever, whatever people can donate, we would love to have it. Awesome stuff. And kudos to A.D. Robinson and the university for everything that they're doing. And as always, listeners, the link to donate is in the show notes. So definitely click on that and please give what you can. So, you know, Coach, despite being in a pandemic, there's been a lot of excitement and attention surrounding Jackson State Athletics over the past eight months or so. 
with Snacks Mania, of course, your championship, and on to the hiring of Coach Prime. So what does it mean for your program to have Jackson State in such a positive national spotlight? Man, this is something that I've been yearning for since I've been a part of Jackson State as an assistant coach um, uh, 12 years ago. You know, um, we've always carried ourselves, you know, high elite, you know, here at Jackson State. And so we've always had that, you know, that that swag and the swag, but never did we have it nationally. And when I was an assistant coach here, I used to tell recruits, big-time recruits, five-star recruits back then, if you chose an HBCU, we could be as successful as a UConn. You know, and I, I have been preaching that for so long, how our university was a university was only giving it, uh, education to African-Americans and giving African-Americans a chance. And so we've been preaching that for so long and to finally live it and for me to finally be a part of it, it's a phenomenal feeling. Um, now, you know, you can walk around and now my assistant coaches can walk around and say, hey, we can recruit with the best of them. You know, because we're doing big things. We got big time people here on campus. Our athletic director is doing big things. Our, we're getting new facilities. Everything that you say that you need to be successful, we're getting it. So, you know, now it's like, now what? So it's a great feeling for us to have national attention and for people to call. I mean, we, we, we're getting people recruiting us. And these are big time players that mm. want us to take a look at them. So and it's, it's a great feeling, y'all. I can't even explain that. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. And, you know, back at Coach Prime's announcement ceremony, he said he'll help any of the coaches on campus go out to recruit some dogs. Now, let me be clear. We know that Coach Reed doesn't need any help recruiting. (laughs) We know you got that on lock. But, I mean, you and Coach Prime together, man, that could be a pretty dynamic duo. So do you think you may ever take him up on that offer? Am I going to take him up on the offer? I have taken him up on the offer. (laughs) Before he got it out of his mouth, and, and he's so honest and sincere about that statement as well. Uh, you know, we talked yesterday, and he told me about a big-time post player in his area, um, and she's a big-time post player. And I told him, I want her, and he said, well, let's get her. You know, so he's on it. He's he's great. And, you know, him wanting the, you know, the entire university to grow and him wanting the entire athletic department to grow, you know, means a lot. And by no means, you know, am I going to say, you know, I'm the best at it. I'm always taking notes. I'm always listening in. I'm always trying to figure out how to be better. And I do not mind asking for help. I do not mind, you know, double teaming on, on somebody to bring them into our institution. Because, you know, just like he helps me, he told me, Coach, you got a mouthpiece on you. I want you to talk to my players, too. Mm. You know? <laughs> wow. Yeah, you know, Coach, I've I've seen you. It's just like Corsi said, you you're one of those dynamic personalities and and just outstanding coaches that uh, when you want them, you get them. And you know, you're an excellent recruiter, an excellent coach, and, and the proof is in the pudding. And you're really making a name for yourself out there in that recruiting guard and that winning regard. You know, you talked earlier about this non-conference schedules, and I know that COVID caused us to miss some games. And you bring in these dandy dozens. You know, it seems to me at some point folks are not going to want to play you because they're scared and because you got a whole team of just all the dandy dozens right from the state. So talk talk to us about that dynamic of uh, how success, you know, you mentioned it puts that target on your back, but also how success can even make scheduling difficult and, 
And, and what do you look for when you're out there recruiting? My staff and I look for players who fits my system offensively and defensively. We look for players who are tough, players who are competitive, and we look for players who won championships because that's the mentality we want to carry over into the program. Um, you know, and so having recruited and signed the top five players in the, in the state today is just an amazing feeling. And I think all five of these players have come in and play right now, and they fit my system. You know, they fit what we want to do and the direction we want to move the program. They are all on board with that. And so they watched us yesterday at the ring ceremony, so they are as pumped as we are. So we're really excited about our ability to get out and recruit. My staff does a great job, y'all. They uh, go over and beyond. They don't take no for an answer, um, you know, and I, and I like that about them. And so we we just want to continue to bring in those top players. Sure thing. Uh, Coach, you, you touched on, okay. on, on some of the things that you look for in recruits. And, and we, we got some new signees in uh, today. Uh, talk about uh, these new signees coming in. All right. Well, this is the first we we this is this class right here made me nervous because I told my staff, I said, oh, my goodness, y'all, we have to sign a lot. And so my staff got after it. We signed Ariana Hunter. She's a two time Danny Dozen. Uh, she's from Louisville High School and she played um, and she, you know, she averaged 19 points a game, seven assists. And, you know, she's a big time player. She's the number third player in the state. Uh, she had a lot of looks from a lot of uh, major schools. And so we're excited to have her on board. Her mom and dad are Jacksonians and they're completely locked in. So we're excited about her and what she'll bring to the table. Ariana will play some point guard and some two guard because she can shoot the ball well as, from the outside. And then we signed Kennedy Ransom from Madison Central High School. Uh, Kennedy averaged 18 points, 11 rebounds, and three blocks a game. Kennedy was a two-time Dandy Dozen as well. Um, um, She just brings so much to the table. Kennedy was a really big get for us. Uh, She had a lot of mid-major offers and a lot of high-mid offers. And so we were just extremely uh, excited when she called and said she was ready to commit. And so she's going to bring a lot to the table for us. She's about 6'2", and she can shoot the outside shot. She can handle the ball, and she can play on the inside as well. So she's going to bring a lot of height. Um, to, to the game, and we're excited about her. And then we signed Melanie Timms uh, from Choctaw Central. Um, our first Choctaw, I'm super pumped about her. She led her team, averaging 15 points a game and six rebounds as a point guard. But Mel is also a shooting guard. She can flat out score the ball. Um, she's a daddy dozen this year. Uh, Mel brings a lot to the table. Melanie is the number one player in the state of Mississippi. Um, Ole Miss wanted her, and she chose to come to Jackson State. She had a lot of um, high mid-major schools and mid-major schools. She had a lot of offers, y'all. And when they narrowed it down and chose us, you know, we were really excited about her. And then we have Jalea. Um, Jalea averaged 21 points. She was Mississippi Power Girls Basketball Player of the Year. Um, Jalea is from Newton County. She brings a lot to the table. We're excited about her as well. She's one of those those greedy players, those players going to run through the brick wall for you 15 times and going to come back and say, what else you need me to do, coach, mm. type of player. So we're excited about her. And then we have um, Alexis. Alexis is from the School of the uh, Deaf and Blind. 
Mississippi School Deaf and Blind. She's the first player from her school to sign a Division One scholarship. Um, wow. Yeah, and, and I think she's the second in the country to sign a Division One scholarship. And we are excited about her. She's had she has resources. We're going to bring in her own her own interpreter. That interpreter will be a part of my staff. Mm. Her. Um, twenty four seven, like when she's on the court and when she's in class, that interpreter will be with her. I'm excited about that because her interpreter actually has some back basketball knowledge as well, so he'll be able to coach and help and 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 be you know paid from a different source. So we're excited about her and bringing her on the, on on board. She's a freak of an athlete, y'all. She's about six one, six two, can rebound the ball, handle the ball, shoot the ball on the outside. She's a two time national athlete of the year in the in the national deaf um association so she's a she's a really good player and then we we signed sequoia allman uh sequoia is the espn top 12 player in the country in her position um she's number 70 in the country um overall top 100 she's the first top 100 player to sign with the um, hbcu and so we are really, really excited about her. She just created history when she signed her scholarship on this morning. And yes. so, you know, we are really um, trying to pump that up and get her out there because she's going to bring a lot to the table. She's a game changer. She's a trailblazer. And already she has top players, top 100 players, actually top 15. That's her best friend. That's a junior in high school that wants to come play for us as well. So, um, we're excited about the attention that she's drawing, the, the connection she's making, the people that's wanting to come be a part with her. So, you know, we want to continue to grow this thing. But right now, those are our signees. Uh, we are actually bringing in Aaliyah Mosley as well from Madison Central. Aaliyah's an outside shooter. She's really good. Um, I'm losing I'm losing 10 players. So, you know, we were able to get a lot of these players um, in. We're going to look to bring back um, a couple of players on the season because um, the NCAA gave us a year back okay. for seniors. Mm -hmm. So we're going to look to bring some of our really good players back and just try to make this thing solid for next season. No doubt. Wow. That's huge. All right, Coach. I mean, that, that's an amazing uh, class signing class that you have. You also have an amazing incoming class coming in right now, a group of freshmen. I want to say six players or so. Uh, four dandy dozens, a dynamic 6-1 guard forward out of Florida. Of course, the 6-6 transfer Diamond Forest. Uh, so tell us about that, your group of newcomers that you have. Yeah, right our newcomers are doing really good. Um, you know, like I said earlier, we are making our freshmen grow up fast. Um, really good in high school, really good players, really skilled. Um, just got to get that that toughness, that that Division One toughness in them. But I think, you know, in the next two or three months, you're going to see some players that are, are going to be hard to stop. Uh, one of our freshmen from uh, Meridian, Tion Tilly, uh, we call her Tilly, Tion Bowler is her name. She's really good. She's playing extremely well. She's been our biggest surprise. Uh, she'll get some opportunities to start for us. Uh, she brings so much to the table. Uh, she's a freshman Danny Dozen from Meridian. And then our other uh, Danny Dozens, they are doing really good. Um, just getting them a little bit comfortable with the game. It's a lot on them here. And so it's only been a month and a half, two months. So we're expecting them to continue to grow. Um, the transfer from Mich uh, from Wichita, uh, Diamond. Diamond is 
oh, y'all going to love to see her play. She's going to bring a lot of excitement to the floor. She's tough. Uh, she's a big body. Uh, she knows how to get players off of her. Mm. Um, you know, I, I, I'm trying to tr- teach her not to throw those elbows so hard because we want her in the game and not in the locker room. <laughs> but, uh, she's really tough, and we're excited about her. She gives Amisha a run for her money every mm. No doubt. Outstanding. Awesome. You know, when you put all that together, Coach, uh, you, you talk about who you're bringing in, who you have, and 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 one of the things that every coach recognizes is leadership within their team and, and being that extension out on the floor uh, from, the, from the coaching standpoint. And, and you, you pick two captains, uh, Alexis Payton and Janiah, uh, you know, talk to us about what goes through your thought process on who you designate as, as captain and, and what they bring to the table to receive that honor. Well, you know, our captains have to have a lot of energy. Um, our captains have to be someone that the players are going to follow and that the players trust leading them. Um, our captains have to be players who go hard in practice. Um, and so, you know, you, that's, you know, we look at the players, we give them a lot of team building activities before the season start. We allow our leaders to come forth and we just kind of evaluate, analyze and go from there from our very beginning until we get into our uh, official practice. So when the players come on campus, normally normally they get here in July. And so they'll have July, August, September, and October to work out and get in shape. Uh, our first official practice, we then select our captains. And these are the people that we saw lead all of those months, you know, and, and get the players to follow. So that's how we choose our captains. Our captains are, you know, not necessarily the most skilled, not necessarily the best players on the team, but they are the most vocal and they are the ones that I can trust. Hmm. Well, you pick two good ones. You know, it's been exciting to watch them play and grow and develop. I think y'all call it J-Baby. Yes, J-Baby, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and and Alexis is always, you know, Jackson native, Provine kid, and just always gritting, determined out there on the floor and has always come across as coachable. So it's, it's, that was a two nice choice from a fan perspective, two nice choices. And I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing them lead that team on your behalf. I don't thank you. We are too. And I think they, I think they're going to get it done. J baby takes me last night, coach. We got, we're going to get you another one. That's what she said. We're going to get you. another one. <laughs> we're excited about that now. And, and I'm looking forward to it. Y'all I'm, I'm telling you, I can't wait to three fifteen to get on this practice floor and see how hard they play practice today. is going to tell me what kind of team I have and which direction we're going in. No doubt mm. about it. And and picking up on that, Coach, I mean, when you take a look at the conference as a whole, I mean, there is such a razor-thin margin of error between Jackson State, uh, Carlos Funches' team at Southern, uh, Cynthia Cooper at Texas Southern, and now Margaret Richards. She she really has a, a nice team at Alabama A&M. Uh, I'm curious, you know, what, what will it take for Jackson State to kind of separate themselves from the pack this year? Well, you know, I, um, it's competition is good. You you just mm-hmm. named out some very experienced coaches, you know, mm-hmm. Cynthia Cooper, Coach Funches, and you know, Coach Richards at Alabama and them. Those are experienced coaches. You know, I, I think I'm the new kid on the block. Um, mm-hmm. but we we are definitely gonna continue to get after it. We're gonna continue to push forward. Um, Cynthia Cooper brought in a really good recruiting class. Coach Richards is returning a lot of really good players. Coach Funches just does a great job with his system. He's been there so long. And so, you know, he just does a great job. So we, you know, I don't, you want 
close competition, you know, but you know, you that's what they're gonna give you in the swag. I, I don't know. Um, I, I can't say we're gonna separate ourselves, but I do know we're gonna be in the pack. We're gonna be in the hunt. No doubt about it. And, and you know, a name that I didn't mention was was Sandy Pugh at, at Prairie View. And, and and one of the things that uh, has always struck me about uh, playing in that in that venue at Prairie View is, is the environment. Is, it's almost like a throwback type gym. Kind of uh, talk to a fan a little bit about playing in that sort of uh, environment where the, the fans are really uh, on on top of you. <laughs> Man, Prairie View and Alabama A&M have to be the worst two places to play. Since mm -hmm. I've been here, we haven't won at either place, by the way. Um, mm -hmm. So we're looking to make that change on this season. But it's tough playing in there. Not only are the fans on top of you, but the rims are crooked. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Coach, wait, now, you, you tell me it's like the Mississippi State fan oh, down there? yeah. <laughs> If we can at least get a good rim, we'll have a chance to, to win the game. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's a it's tough to play in there, man. And those players, they play on them rims every day. And that look like every time we go down there, everything they throw up goes in. So, mm. you know, it is a tough place to play. But nevertheless, we have to go in focused. We got to go. We have to go in ready for any type of environment that we're going to face. And you would think that we get that experience. Um, while we are, um, you know, in preseason, because it's it's tough in those schools playing against all the officials and all the fans. And so, um, but nevertheless, I think we got comfortable going to Prairie View this past season. We went in there undefeated. Um, I think at that time we were 12 and no, and mm -hmm. they were just extremely comfortable. So, well, no, I can't remember what our record was. We were, we were undefeated. And uh, they came in and gave us a smackdown. But it's hard playing in there for sure. Well, you know, you talk about facilities and uh, those those broke rims when we travel, uh, but your building is, is getting some upgrades. I was by the campus the other day, and I mean, the AC is looking already looking completely different outside. Uh, how excited are you from for your current student athletes, for your, you and your staff, as well as recruits uh, for the upgrades that are coming to your home gym? Man, it's, I'm so excited about it. When you're talking about bringing in four-star players like Sequoia Allman, and these other, you know, big time players that, you know, that's going to come behind her. You have to have those type of facilities. And so I, I just think, man, the Bible speaks about seasons and timing. And I just think it's just the perfect timing for where we're trying to go. You know, as a coach, you sit down and you evaluate where you are, you evaluate where you have been, and you look at where you're trying to go. And as I proceed in my three-year plan, that I have for myself in the program, the upgrades just add to it. It makes it that much more uh, able to accomplish what our plans are when you can upgrade your facilities, when you can, you know, upgrade your locker room. So we're excited. It, it just fits in. It fits in perfectly. And, you know, you show the videos, this is what we want, but to actually see it happen, you know, happening, with the building getting painted, people coming in, meeting with me about my ideas for my locker room, man, it's a, it's a great feeling. And that's what we need to keep going forward. Coach, Coach you, you know, hearing you yesterday, uh, the ring ceremony and a couple times on this show, you, you might got a little preaching when you're done with coaching now. <laughs> you know what? You know, that might be my calling, Dylan. You may, it may be. I preach every day. Well, I'm on. I'm I'm pretty close to the Lord. I'm gonna talk to him tonight and see can he hold off on making that call because we need about two or three more of these wins. <laughs> then you can go through. No, 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 no. We gonna we can do it all at the same time. 
That's right. We can walk and chew bubble gum. How about that? That's right. <laughs> you, know, you know, Coach, you, and, and we we definitely got a, a feel for what your mood and your excitement level is uh, coming into the season. But but what about the team? Uh, how are they? Uh, how is their mindset coming into this season? Um, you know, I think they were they were relaxed, extremely relaxed when they came here, and I think one thing that made them so relaxed was the fact that they didn't think we were going to have a season. Mm. They were just going through the motion. I could hear rumbles, you know, of the players saying, you know, we're not going to have a season no way. We're not going to play. And so they were just kind of going through the motion. And so when we, when the NCAA passed that we were going to have a season and the season was going to start November 25th, that's when I had a, a come to Jesus meeting with the team. I said, y'all going to have to come a lot harder than what you're coming. We're going to play. I don't know how it's going to end, but it's going to start. And we got to be ready to start. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, since then, they've picked up their intensity a whole lot more. They picked up their energy a whole lot more. And, you know, here down the stretch, we watch a lot of film and they they, they look at themselves and see how we got to improve. And after yesterday, I'm telling you guys, I got so many text messages from the players saying that they want another championship ring that they want to, you know, they're ready to do this. And, Coach, can we go ahead and play? Can we play? Can we scrimmage somebody else? You know, they are so ready to play, y'all. So, you know, I think they're 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 amped up now. And I'm just so glad that athletic director Ashley had chosen to do the ring ceremony at this point because he just opened up another type of excitement for the players. And so I'm excited, man. I think they are excited. And like I said, I will know more when I hit the floor at 315. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I coach, we're not going to keep you much longer. I know you're ready to get out there. It's getting closer to 315. But I want to ask you something about something that I always see on social media, the hashtags uh, when we see the women's basketball posts. We see the reel it in and we see take it. So can you give us an idea of how they got started or maybe the meaning sure behind will. it? That's a great question. Thank you for asking. Um, reel it in came, it was our last year's um motto going into the swag tournament i had listened to a td jake's um sermon on his podcast and he was talking about reeling in really in the goal really in the promise really in your accomplishments really in the things that your heart desire just really in what you want and he talked about how really the process of reeling it in takes place and so that was something that i shared with the team Um, you know, the team was all on the same page with reeling it in. And so we weren't able to reel it in last year because it was the tournament was canceled. So I told my staff, we're going to carry it over into this season. And it's we, we it's supposed to be reeling in hashtag again is what we were going to say. But um, that's what it is. Really, reel in, you know, really in our goals, really in what we want to accomplish, really in another championship, really in success you know reel it in is everything you can think of that you can positively reel in we want to reel it in reel in recruits you know and so that's that's why we put real reel it in and the lit and reel it in is lit so the players always talk about being lit so you know we have to put that in there as well and take it is just what it is take it nobody's gonna give it to you you gotta go take it you know and so that's what we that's what we, that's what we tell the players every day. You want it, take it, you know. And so that's that's where it comes from. Mm-hmm. Everything that we hashtag is what we speak to our players about every day. That's awesome. Absolutely, great, great stuff. 
And Coach, uh, one other thing on that ring ceremony. A couple times I heard a couple of the speakers mention that your squad last year was the best women's basketball team in Jackson State history. I'm not going to ask you to, to uh, verify that because some of those teams you haven't even seen. But, but how do you just feel about even being mentioned in such a league? Man, that's a, that's, a, that's a great feeling, y'all. I mean, you know, um, that was we had a really good team last year. We had players on the bench that could have started for another program, and we just couldn't get them in. And this year, I think y'all will see, an, see these players get an opportunity, and you're going to be really impressed with what they bring to the floor. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's respect, it's honor. When you say things like when you say things like that, you know we receive it open arms, and I'm just thankful for that. I'm thankful to be in that conversation because it's been a lot of great players come through here, and I know them personally. So to be um, on that platform to be considered for the team to be considered one of the greats, you know I'm extremely grateful and thankful for it. And you know I just pray that we can continue to build. Absolutely. Great stuff. Well, Coach, we really appreciate your time. It's about to get real busy for you. You know, uh, you know, we have your back. We're going to be there supporting you 100% of the way. Charles, Neely, any final words for the champ? Just a couple. Not one. Not two. Not three. <laughs> you know the deal, Coach. Let's, let's go get us about four or five I'm more. Yes, I like it. I have ten fingers. I want one on each finger, so I'm with you. <laughs> There you go, Coach. We really appreciate you coming on, and good luck on the upcoming season. Uh, we expect nothing but great things from this team, and we appreciate everything that you bring to this uh, uh, Tiger program. I, I tell you, you've taken it definitely to new heights. Well, thank y'all so much. I, I want to tell y'all, y'all do such a great job on here. Um, it's not too many podcasts that I can go listen to, and 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 my and y'all keep my and they keep my attention. But when I listen in on, on your podcast, you guys do a really good job. Neely sent me a text and said, hey, go listen to the last five minutes of this podcast. I listened to the entire segment. It was so good. Mm -hmm. And y'all do a great job. Y'all have the excitement. Y'all have a lot of knowledge. And I just want to encourage you to continue to do what you're doing because you are bringing light on great situations and helping our university grow. And I just want to tell you thank you. Oh, thank you, Coach. Thank you. Thank you, Coach. All right, All right, go get him, Coach. Y'all have a good one. And that'll do it for episode 86 of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcast users, rate and review the show. And everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Twitter. I can't stress the importance of this enough. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department. And it all starts with you downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And tell every tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, and so on. And we'll be posting each episode on our Facebook and Twitter pages. As always, thanks for your support. Go Tigers. Hashtag I Believe. Hashtag The I Love.
This country was built on a distinctly American work ethic. But today, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and diminished our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make a variety of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more. All made right here in the USA, from growing the cotton to adding the final touches. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs for seamsters, cutters, and factory workers in towns and cities across the United States. And it's about more than an income. Jobs bring pride, purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20.